Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Understory Podcast. Today, we're very excited to have Anne Whiting, who is the founder of Anne James New York, to join us and talk about sustainable fashion and her own company. And、uh, it's Anne has a really amazing background.、Uh, she's a graduate of the prestigious Parsons School of Design in New York. And has done some really amazing work, and she was also the Sustainable Designer of the Year in 2020 this year, and、uh, the award was given by New York City Refashion Week. And thank you so much for making the time to talk to Understory. First off, tell us about yourself and why you started this brand. Thank you, Understory. First of all,、um, super happy to talk to you and your community. And、um, oh my gosh. As to why, honestly, my answer is it's like serendipity at this point,、um, because after I finished fashion school, like I, I design and consume fashion just as an inherent practice, but I, I thought I needed to work for a company and pursue more sustainable or sustainable initiative research、um, instead of start another. Brand because I I felt like this world has it has so many designers and so many great clothes trend to trend,、um, so like what necessarily I don't know what would I contribute as another company but I I kept designing and it's almost pursued me just by saying yes to a lot of opportunities、um, for fashion shows and collaborations and pop up shops and like the feedback. For all of it has been really positive because also I think my ideas are different.、Um, in that process, I've devised a company that is、um, really idealistic, and we'll get into that later. But it pushes in the direction of like really challenging the existing fashion system's current flaws. So that is why I started to be a model of a new direction. Great, yeah. And you, you just mentioned about creating this idealistic company, and、uh, it's really interesting、uh, as we learn more about your process. But tell us our our audience about what is this vision and how does it work? Okay.、Um, yeah. So Anne Anne James New York is my inspired brand name.、Um, It's named after some of my family members, and obviously myself, and the city that I am based in, and always have wanted to live in, where all the the fashion magic happens. And so, AJNY, as I sometimes call it, is my platform for things that I want to say through fashion design and through sustainably minded apparel business. And it is a made-to-measure women's wear label. Which means that I currently keep very little inventory, and instead I make pieces either per order、um, or custom per the exact measurements of a shopping client. I I felt that this was the best way to offer a product that isn't otherwise so easy to find in today's women's fashion model, and. Also, doesn't contribute to massive amounts of wasteful overproduction, as is what's happening in the fashion industry right now.、Uh, 
So I'm, I'm not making more clothes that like just add to your closet and that you easily throw away. And I'm also not making more than even I can handle as a company. I need to put on sale and have leftover or need to throw away or need to, um, dare I say it, burn, which a lot of companies have done just because of excess inventory. So that's my main direction is just to combat waste and to combat the issue of too much. And I also in that explore and embrace what's called upcycling. And part of that involves my effort to use remnant stock fabrics from excess production by companies and fashion fabric mills. So almost literally nothing new is needed in my design process. So I think that's pretty cool. And when you tell that to prospective clients, what's their reaction? I think it's um, an arrange or a array, sorry, uh, a range and an array of reactions. Some clients just want beautiful clothes and it's built into my model that it is a different sourcing model and it's fun. Um, by using this remnant dead stock fabric system, I, I have limited quantities of the fabrics that I use. And once something is made into a garment or a few garments, I can't necessarily reorder that. So I think actually it's fun for people to sort of have a look at what's available in the name of no waste and in the name of not producing anything quote unquote new and, um, and realize that what they're going to get is kind of one of a kind in that way. And then I have other clients who are really sustainably minded and they're really excited about that aspect of the design. So that's super cool. And it's a little bit counterintuitive in the sense that you, you make custom made clothes. And I think one of the things that you also write on your website is about slow fashion Whereas most of the consumers today think about fashion either as luxury, high-end, or fast fa fashion. Mm -hmm. How do you think the fashion world is headed to with all these different trends and innovators, entrepreneurs like you kind of pushing the industry to be more sustainable while also changing the way that consumers are thinking about how they buy fashion? Yeah, I think it's tough, honestly. I think, I think, and I will admit um, that it's it's hard to get a totally on board with the sustainable fashion movement, like you said, in contrast with our current easy consumerism culture, a culture that isn't necessarily ready to spend what it might cost to produce something slowly or sustainably. I mean, it's really a model that's set up for making, for making more and making it cheaper. Um, but that said, the impact of fashion is so far reaching. It's not like we can shut down the entire industry. So I, it's been amazing to see the sustainable and ethical and green-minded fashion movement almost explode over the last almost 10 years, um, starting with just so many platforms popping up to help push the industry in this new and necessary direction. And that involves websites and showrooms and like all sorts of places where you can shop 
sustainably and consciously, and they make it pretty easy for you. So with the help of that growth and that internet, it's, it's, it has become really like easy to read brand stories, um, about how they're implementing green consciousness into their branding. And then if you want to go beyond that, I, I mean, the information available is endless. Like if you want to get really educated about materials that companies are using, there are blogs, there are exposés, there are World Bank forums, there are United Nations discussions and everything out there about the impact of polyester, about the water usage of cotton. So I think what's available for, for consumers to, if they want to be conscious, they can start because the information and the resources are out there. So I think you can start. You can start small. You can start to buy fewer things things in order to let the industry know that we need to slow down but you can also support sustainable brands you can google i i want to find this sustainable t-shirt and there are going to be 10 options that come up um so the innovation is uh another discussion i mean that's that's endless but in the progress of all that innovation we can um support brands using got certified cotton and reused material and like give all the initiatives life yeah, <laughs> and then, sorry, I, I rambled about all. Of yeah, it's so fascinating, and it just shows that there are lots of opportunities for innovation, and still lots of room to push forward for change, both on the consumer side and on the manufacturing and design designer side. You mentioned upcycling, and um, it's not a top of mind word in many consumers minds people understand recycling but when it comes to clothes you know people think about recycling clothes in a very specific way elaborate a little bit more about upcycling in your design process and um, why it's that impactful yeah so upcycling is obviously derived from recycling only it involves a semi-elevation hence the up of what you are recycling something into in fashion. So for example, it, it normally takes the form of someone remaking an old garment of which there are millions around the world, either in our closets or in secondhand stores or in landfills or just waiting to be sold in stores and factories. Um, it involves taking an old garment and making it into something new and exciting worth wearing or worth buying. So that's, it is kind of crazy to say as a fashion brand that I'm going to go to a vintage store and get a bunch of old blazers or blouses or, or pants and remake them. But that is exactly what needs to happen for us to take stock of what's already available and already existing per what I said about there just being so much out there. So there's a lot happening in upcycling, um, all sorts of mending communities, people learning how to sew, people learning how to cut the sleeves off of this and attach them to that and like get really innovative with clothes that already exist instead of supporting a wasteful consumerist system otherwise. Um, 
And then also it, it can involve, like I said, I use fabric that is pre-existing but has nowhere to go and is considered maybe last season's print by a certain company or a certain buyer. And I'm like, no, that's beautiful. I will use that. Yeah. So that is upcycling in a nutshell. And I think from a consumer perspective, they probably wouldn't necessarily care if it's an upcycled piece of apparel that's beautiful, functional, and even better help to reduce waste in, in, uh, in our planet. Yeah. And there's yeah. been a lot of positive, um, well, obviously, like, and the brands have popped up, like, doing just that, doing upcycling, because people are really actually in favor of it. They like the idea that it's this one-of-a-kind, remade, maybe vintage, but definitely sustainably-minded piece. Um, and I will add to that, that it's really cool to see all of these grassroots movements, but upcycling in particular, like make its way to the top of a very established fashion world. Um, for example, Chanel's uh, recent resort collection was actually made out of all of their leftover fabric from previous seasons. So that's pretty cool to see upcycling in one of the greatest brands right. we have. Yeah. Well, Anne, thank you so much for that perspective. Tell us about how people can find you, get a unique piece of apparel, and uh, get into your process. Yeah, of course. Um, I I have an Instagram, and you can find me there at Anne James New York. You can also contact me via my website or hello at annjamesnewyork.com for an email about a consultation of fabrics and fittings and the type of clothes that you need. And I also am available for shopping at two sustainable fashion platforms and e-commerce sites. One is The Canvas New York and the other is pildora.com. And obviously, hopefully more in the future. But yeah. And thank you so much, Anne Whiting, who is the founder and uh, CEO of Anne James New York, which is her semi-epiphanous women's wear label. Thanks so much, Anne. Thank you so much, Understory. Thank you.